Hello, this is the Order of the Mustard Seed podcast, and I'm your host, Jill Weber. Well, we are here recording the Order of the Mustard Seed podcast, and I'm with my dear friend and spiritual director, Sue Hamilton. Hi, Sue. Hello, Jill. <laughs> I am uh, Sue and I are going to have a, a chat today. We want to talk about spiritual direction uh, for all of you who are thinking about joining the Order of the Mustard Seed, and for those of you who are just going to be embarking in your season of preparation. Uh, we're asking everybody to have a soul friend or a spiritual director to go on the journey with them. And so I know not everybody's familiar with what's a spiritual director and what's that all about and how directive are they? <laughs> and, uh, so what I thought I would do is I would have a little chat with my spiritual director. Um, Sue and I have been in this sort of unique type of relationship for almost a decade. And, uh, and, I, and I thought it might be helpful if we talked about what spiritual direction was and, and what our journey together has been like so, Sue, um, who are you? Where are you from? And talk to me about your calling into being a spiritual director. Well, I am from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, um, which is where uh, it all started for me. I was trained as a social worker and so did clinical counseling, as we called it back then, psychotherapy in today's terms. And I, I began to feel that it wasn't enough. I didn't feel that comfortable. I was trained in short solution focused counseling, which is a very uh, legitimate form of, of counseling, but it was very cut and dry. You needed to be on such and such a level at such and such a week. I began to work for the church. Um, and in that capacity, people began to come to me and it was really, really evident that it wasn't clinical counseling that I should be doing with them. It was something called spiritual direction. Now we're going back um, 18 years, more than 18 years. I've been a spiritual director for 18 years. And so I began to explore where I could take training. At that time in Ontario, there weren't that many options. I could have gone to Tyndale and considered it, but didn't really need another degree. Um, and you, don't really need, was, you didn't really need the, the Greek and the Hebrew, did you? That's for, right. <laughs> that's <laughs> super right. essential for spiritual direction. Anyway, keep that's going. right. That's right. So uh, I went to a place called the Hayden Institute. Uh, it's out of North Carolina, but they have a, a campus at um, Mount Carmel. Uh, which is in Niagara Falls. And um, I began, and honestly, honestly, within a semester, oh, I, I, th I think I just began the semester when I knew that I had found my deepest desire and God's deepest desire for me. And, and there was no turning back. It was, as I like to say, my greatest thunk. It just, <laughs> I just knew it was because it was, and it was. So that's so, the so beginning of funk. So this is just so you're all aware, <laughs> funk is a phrase. This is a highly technical <laughs> <laughs> phrase that Sue and I have used over our decades. So well, absolutely. Tell what funk is. Funk, funk. It's a theologically correct word, which I made up. <laughs> and it's, it's, 
it's onomatopoeic. It just, it, it sounds like what it is. It's your mind, your heart, and your body just coming together. You, there's no doubt after you have thunked, there is no doubt that it's God <laughs> that, that is thunking you. And um, once you, you accept that, you know, beyond a shadow of a doubt. So it's, uh, it's one of those words that just I continue to use <laughs> because it just, it, it makes sense. Once you felt it, you know. Yeah, you know in your knower. Yeah, That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. So you knew, you knew in your knower, it thunked for yep. you that spiritual direction was your vocation, your calling. Absolutely. I, I, would, I would say that you see it as a calling. Absolutely. 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 So talk to us, what is spiritual direction? How is okay. it different than therapy? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I alluded to uh, my years of therapy, and it's not... <laughs> First, let me begin by saying the term spiritual director is a misnomer. I don't direct anyone. <laughs> I spend most of my time trying to get myself out of the way so that the Holy Spirit, who is the true director, can take over and connect our soul. It's soul work. Um, I like to, I like the term that you used, soul friend. I use it a lot, Anamkara, the the, the soul friend. Uh, and that's really what it is. There's no power differential or there shouldn't be. I suppose there is a perceived, but really we are two people plodding along together. I may have had the training but honestly, what I'm doing is listening for God in your life and trying to point out where I think I see God, I hear God, and asking you what God is doing. So it's your journey. It's the, it's the person I'm meeting with. It's their journey with God. I am, as I like to say, the cheerleader on the sidelines. Honestly, this is the Holy Spirit's work. And that's so freeing because it's it's the two of us, our souls traveling together, basically with the Holy Spirit as the the joiner. Does that uh, sum it up for you, or do yeah, you want me to say I think more? That's helpful. And and I think, uh, am I correct in my assumption that the chief tool and the chief vehicle you use too, really number one being prayer, and number mm-hmm. two being questions. Is mm-hmm. that? That is true. Um, I like to think of my main uh, modus operandi as curiosity. I want to be curious about what God is doing in your life. So I will ask questions. I may be right off the beaten track, but I'm trusting that the Holy Spirit will will guide me and will guide you in um and seeing where where this is taking us, I usually start my sessions in silence, and I I begin by saying, you know, please, Holy Spirit, you take over because uh, you are the true director. So yeah, there's no power differential. There's just the two of us, and yes, questions are really really the basis. Um, and listening, just deep listening to what perhaps it's not being said. And that's where I count on the Holy Spirit to let me hear and, um, and, and voice what it is I should be, the direction I should be going in. Yeah. So, so three tools then. So prayer, asking questions and deep listening. 
And deep listening. Yes. Talk to me. Let's go back to your training just for a moment. I would Uh love to hear what kinds of things did you study when you were studying to be a spiritual director? Okay. Um, The the basis of my study was in the different uh, spiritualities. Um, Full disclosure, I am Ignatian in my outlook, in my, uh, but but I'm very familiar with other forms of of spirituality. What does that Uh, mean that you're an Ignatian? Ignatian. Ignatius of Loyola was this interesting character who was a a ne'er-do-well and had a conversion experience after a cannon exploded. He was a a swashbuckling soldier. And he he wound up in a a castle, his brother's castle, and uh, the only two books were a book on saints and a book in the Bible. And it, it just completely changed his life. He never went back to his old womanizing ways and, and uh, carefree bachelor ways. He founded an order. Um, and the Jesuits, I'm sure people have heard of Jesuits. And what the Ignatian spirituality really talks about is the importance of the simple. It's the everyday it's not, you don't, you don't have to study, as you said earlier, Greek and Hebrew. You just look at where is God, what is God doing in my life at this moment? So um, discernment, for example, discernment is a huge part of Ignatian spirituality. And it's a huge part of what I do uh, in my practice. People, you know, I, I describe life as one huge discernment. <laughs> made up of little tiny discernments within, sort of a mandala or mandala. I don't know how you pronounce it properly. Um, and, and that's, we constantly discern. And the more okay, we can get... discernment for us? Discernment Sorry, is... You define all the terms. Because it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Decision-making, but at a spiritual level. Yeah. It's, it's getting down with God. It's really listening to what God is saying to you personally. And that's where a spiritual director can really help by being curious and asking questions. Um, so I think I'm off topic, but well, back a, to my so training. We're talking about, I'll bring you back. So we were talking about Ignatian spirituality. Yeah. So, that's your, so, so when you were studying um, uh-huh. to be a spiritual director, so you studied uh-huh. Ignatian spirituality and discernment. Is that and discernment, yes, discernment was a huge part of that, but also Franciscan, uh, the, the nature, a lot of um, overlays, a lot of, of uh, commonalities in those two spiritualities. Thomistic, for a lot of people who are in their heads, the Thomistic spirituality is, is what is needed, and that's where I go. Whatever the person, wherever the person is, that's where we go. So define so, mystic spirituality. The mystic in your head, you want that Greek and Hebrew. Okay. You want the you want the book learning, um, and and that's all. Everything is right. Everything is good because it's it's from God and it is you. So I go where the person is, and that's where the questions, the curiosity. You know, where are you really? Um, and, and prayer life. I, I think this is one of the big things too. People come in and they don't know how to pray. Yeah. Especially these days, I'm hearing a lot of people say, I can't pray anymore. What do I do? And so to be able to give them the freedom to look at different prayer forms, different ways of praying, looking at prayer differently from a different paradigm um, and, and just opening 
uh, hopefully opening uh, some new channels for the people to, for, for the uh, spirit, for the directee to explore. And remember, I'm not a guru. So I might say, would you like to try centering prayer? And we could practice it. And then you come back to me a month, two months later and say, nope, that's not for me at all. And that's fine. This is your journey. You know, I, I think that's really important. Where the clinical counselor would say, now, I really want you to stay on this track. <laughs> I would say, well, let's go to another track. You know, I don't have an agenda. I don't, I, I just, I go where God leads us. How frequently would you meet with your directees? Once a month. Now, caveat, if there's something um, critical happening in their life, I'm open to meeting more often. Um, and certainly people will say, you know, I'm, I'm taking two months off. I don't want to. And that's fine, too. It's, but typically it's once a month for one hour. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So. So you're trained, you were trained uh, in different spiritualities, yes. different modes and methodologies of prayer. Yes. Bring that yes. into the spiritual yeah. formation sessions so that you can accompany the journey of whomever mm -hmm. it is that you're with. Mm -hmm. right. Great. So let's talk about our journey. <laughs> this is, uh, this okay. is what I'm excited about. because so, so for those who are listening, Sue and I have been in a spiritual direction relationship for just going on a decade. So... I don't even remember how it started, Sue. Who reached out to? Probably, I can't even remember. Do you remember? Oh yes, I do. <laughs> it was. <laughs> can I use? Can I use a name? An actual person's name? Sure, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, it was Dave Witt uh, here in Hamilton who said, "You really need to meet a friend of mine," and he took me to what was then GoHop headquarters, the Vine, uh, downtown Hamilton, and I met you. Right. And that's where it all began. That's where it all began. So I started meeting with you once a month and mm -hmm. you started praying for me and yes. asking penetrating questions <laughs> <laughs> and listening deeply to my meanderings as I was on my old soul journey. And, you know, as I, I kind of reminisce about those early days, I, <laughs> I was a bit shocked at and how, how uh, two things surprised me. Number one, how non-directive you were, right? In terms of, it's like, yeah. would somebody please just tell me what to do? <laughs> like, that's not what spiritual direction is. And that's not what the no. nature of our relationship was. You sort of yeah. just helped me, you know, figure, if I was in a dark room, you kind of helped me figure out where the light switch was so that I could turn it on and have a look around. <laughs> mm -hmm. Really. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah. so that was one thing. I was surprised by how not directive you were and number two I was surprised by how practical you were I think, <laughs> yeah. I think one of our major assignments in the early years was helping me to take my vitamins regularly <laughs> <laughs> well it's it's a holistic practice it really is talk to us more about that well, it, it's it's spiritual, definitely, and that's the that's the first part of it. But your spirituality, your spiritual life in Christ, uh, needs to include your body, needs to include your head, and so many times we forget that our body, if our body is not functioning well, if we're not uh, looking after self-care, if we're not looking after ourselves, then the spirituality, the spiritual life will be impacted. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm holistic in my approach. <laughs> 
and rightly so, right? We're, we're uh, what is it? We're not uh, human beings having a spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings spiritual. having a human experience. That is correct. Yes. And so for us, I think those of us, particularly those of us who are really pursuing a spiritual path, learning how to interface with God as a mere mortal, <laughs> as a <laughs> yes. tiny human is important soul work. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, and, and I think there are a couple of pieces of, of the work that we did together that was really helpful for me. Um, I think three in particular, we could touch on on them. One, I, I've written in my book, I've been quite honest about struggles that I had around mood and depression. Um, mm-hmm. And um, so we could talk about that for a little bit in terms of soul accompaniment and that. Uh, secondly, was me coming to a better understanding of my own personality uniqueness of my personality shaping and you're also an Enneagram trainer and so so your expertise in that was particularly helpful for me to settle into the skin that I'm in Um, and then thirdly I had a big piece of discernment to do about four years ago as I was trying to sort out what to do with this invitation to move to the UK so let's just talk briefly about um, soul care and mm-hmm. um, maybe desolation and depression. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I'm not even sure where I want to go with this. But I think for me, I'll, I'll say a couple of things. And then if you want to comment, I think for me, it was I was as, as somebody who was a spiritual leader, responsible for other people's souls. I was very aware of the fragility of my own soul. And I would have lots and lots and lots of good days. And then I would have some dark days <laughs> and some not so good days. And it was such a relief for me that I could come into this room with you. And when you go into Sue's office, you're always offered tea because she has about 4,300 and, you know, a gazillion types of really interesting teas. <laughs> and you're sat down in a comfy chair. And I knew that for that one hour, I didn't have to lead anybody. I wasn't responsible for anything. And there was somebody in the room with me who was going to nurture and cultivate my soul and help me to do that. And 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 it was such a relief, I think, in the context, because we've been together so long now, I feel like I can say anything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> and that, that's, that's a good point. The uh, longevity of a, a spiritual direction relationship is... is it's just such a, a beautiful, sacred thing because trust has built. And yes, you can say anything. What I offer is, a, as I say, a, a, a place where you can download anything you need to download. Um, and without any judgment, without any, you know, it's just listening. It's listening. And most, a lot of the people that I, um, I see are in leadership. And that's a very lonely place to be in ministerial leadership. And so it is, it's wonderful for both of us, for for the director and the directee to be able to, um, to hold that space sacred. Um, Now, having said that, I mean, if at any time I felt that there was some reason to refer someone on to clinical, I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate. Uh, And I would continue to see them in spiritual direction. But sometimes all it needs is just to be held. Yeah. 
Just to be able to say, just to unload the swirl that's yeah. going on inside of yourself and the confusions and the disappointments and the the yeah. bleakness and the all of that. And, and yeah, I think there's something really powerful in that. We do a lot of work here um, in the sea community and around in group spiritual direction. And we do group work together. Mm-hmm. And it's different mm-hmm. than a small group. It's different than a Bible study or a book study it is. because yeah. people share. There might be six people in a room. We've got a facilitator who kind of holds the space and people then share into the space and nobody comments. Nobody's allowed to say anything. You can't fix them. You can't, you can't have like the perfect prayer or prophetic word that's going to make them all better. (laughs) No. (laughs) And it's amazing what people will say Mm -hmm. once they know that they can speak and, and nobody's going to have any kind of judgment on them and nobody's going to try and fix them. And the safety, like the emotional safety that comes in the context of that relationship. So for those of us who struggle with mood sometimes in dark days, mm-hmm. that's a helpful place. Let's talk a little bit about personality typology mm-hmm. and spiritual direction. Mm-hmm. I know there's various um, different people like to work with um, Myers-Briggs and different mm-hmm. people like to work with Enneagrams, just different types mm-hmm. of personality methodologies. Mm-hmm. How have you found kind of helping people understand how they're sort of fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, have you, how have you found that helpful to, for people to settle into and deepen their spirituality? Well, I, as you mentioned, I'm trained in the Enneagram and um, I just find it so multifaceted. Um, and, and as we age, mature, I mean, I'm not talking chronological aging, but as we mature in our spirituality, um, it's essential that we figure out what is our false self and what is our true self. And that's one of the things that spiritual direction really helps with. And I find using the Enneagram, uh, it's not the be all and end all, but I find it very helpful for people once they have um, accepted, once they look at themselves, that once they've thrown the book across the room and said, I don't want to be this number. And then they come back and they say, ah, but this is part of who I am. And, and I think just parsing that out, being able to dig deep and say, yes, but I've created this false self. I allow this false self to lead me. And that, for me, that's what the Enneagram helps to do. It also helps in relationships. You can quickly figure out why it is uh, the person in the office next to you uh, triggers something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and, and can it's we, just, can we it, come back just for a second? I just yeah. want to rewind ever so slightly. Yeah. What What does false self mean? Define that term. False self is something that we help ourselves create because it's you can call it a um, uh, defense mechanism. Um, it, it's, it's shadow work. It's it's all of those psychological terms. But what it is is something that we have created because we think that it will work and it does work for so a number a way of, of being years. in the world and a way of presenting yourself to the world. That's, that's and, right. And some, right. some uh, tools that you've acquired over the year to make your life as safe as it can. Is as that- safe to protect yourself. And we all have them. We all do it. Um, 
so yes, we're, we, we protect ourselves naturally. That's an innate need for us we, to protect ourselves. So we build these walls, we build this, this uh, crusty exterior or whatever it happens to be. And then suddenly it doesn't work anymore. It's, it's crumbling. And that's because the true self is coming out through this work. It, God is, is showing us what our true self is, our, our, the soul work. Uh, the, the deep embedded part of us that God created us to be. And um, the Enneagram helps smooth that and the spiritual director can help smooth that to say, you know, God's looking at you. God knew you when you were using your false self and God loved you then and God loves you now. It's just a wonderful way to go deep inside and look at yourself, all of the parts of you that make up who you are and yeah. to, to recognize that they're not all beautiful and, and wonderful, um, but they're you. And uh, that makes them wonderful in their own way. Yeah. Wonderful. That's really helpful. Let's just talk about discernment and, mm. and the role that, that you played in my decision-making to leave uh. Canada, go to the UK. And um, so for those of you who aren't familiar with my story, I had led a house of prayer in Canada for 17 years and received an invitation to move to the UK to work with 24-7 prayer and to launch the seed community here at Waverly Abbey. And um, and I was torn. <laughs> I knew for me it was a big decision and it was a big decision um, not not only just for my family, leaving our daughter behind, but also I was leading an organization. And so the decision that I was going to make about my life was going to literally impact many, 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 many people. And so it was important for me that I made the right decision in the right way. And so talk to me about how a spiritual director can help people discerning uh, decisions in their lives. Well, let me preface this by saying if there was ever a time in my life where I did not want to get myself out of the way, I wanted to I wanted to direct you okay. <laughs> into making another decision. But 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 I, I joke because what what the spiritual director must do is look at all of the bits and pieces that you bring and have a loving detachment. Look at it lovingly, listen intently, and just hear why and how the person is speaking about certain things. So in your case, you're making a decision, a life-changing decision for not just you, but for all of, of us who worked with you um, to, to move across the pond. So we look at that, we look at one of the, a couple of the most important things to look at. What are your non-negotiables? What are you just not willing to give up? or to, um, to not look at or have as part of your life. That could be things like, I must have a safe home. I must, um, I must have a job that fills me. I must have a thunk about it. Okay, that, things like that. And, you, and in ah, that thunk, that, that thunk always comes back. But, you know, you have to go through it, parse it out very, very carefully and over a long period of time. Another thing that you have to listen to as the person who's doing the discerning is confirmation or affirmation. Mm -hmm. 
So someone will say something, you'll hear something, um, you'll talk to someone about it, or not necessarily, but God will use, the Holy Spirit will just move and use whatever is coming at you. And in your discernment process, uh, and I'm not disclosing anything that's confidential, um, the Holy Spirit <laughs> used me. He gave me a vision. And uh, I remember the day you came into my office and, and I told you my vision and I said, I think you are going. And that oh, was really tell them what the, vision, the was. vision. Oh, the vision. I saw you with long flowing hair. I'm growing it. getting longer. I know. I see that. I see that. Um, long flowing hair. And you had a, you were dressed a very unlike what you usually, but it was a long sort of peasant skirt. I remember it so clearly. And you were walking with a, a white sort of uh, crocheted or loose knit sweater on. And you were walking away from me. You were in a, a, a beautiful field. There was water. And that's why I thought maybe it was near the ocean, but there was water. But Later on, I found out what the water was. And what I thought were tombstones. So it was looking like you were going towards a cemetery. It was windswept. Uh, your, your hair was blowing. Your skirt was billowing. And that's it. You looked over your shoulder at me, but continued to walk. And I, I knew from that vision that you were going. I had no idea. I had not seen the location at all. We had just talked about the UK in general terms, but I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that you were going to this place with these tombstones and this water. And it wasn't until much later that I saw a picture in real life. Of Waverly Abbey. Of Waverly, yeah. With the water and the... The, the ruins. And the ruins, yeah. which I saw as tombstones because I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so there's an example. Now, that doesn't often happen, but we had worked together a long time, of the Holy Spirit using me, using anyone to say, you know, I'm getting this. This is affirmation. This is confirmation. You use it the way you need to use it. Um. And I felt, uh, and there, there again, that's the longevity of our relationship. I felt comfortable sharing it with you. I wouldn't always share that with a directee. But I did because we were into deep discernment about you you moving. Mm -hmm. um, so any, I don't know if that's helpful or if it muddies the water or... It would be actually quite interesting if we did another podcast at some future date to talk about discernment as a whole other conversation. So let's, uh -huh. let's, uh -huh. let's hang, pin that to the wall and, and come okay. back another time. Okay. But, uh, but if we're, I'm just going to, as we wrap it up, um, you know, as we're thinking about those who are uh, either in internships that we're running here at the Seed Community uh -huh. or for those who are embarking on this, this year-long journey of preparation into the Order of the Mustard Seed. I think, fun fact, you eventually joined the Order yourself. <laughs> oh, you bet I did. <laughs> that's, that's fun. Yeah. And um, we actually have a number of spiritual directors now who are members of mm -hmm. the Order, which is lovely. Mm -hmm. and number. And, and, um, uh, and so what would be the benefit for somebody 
just on that that one year journey towards taking vows, how can it be beneficial for them to have a spiritual director just for that piece? I think just being open to whatever God has in store for whatever time is there. I think just entering into a relationship where it is without without question, not of the person's power. You're not going to get answers. You're not going to get direction. You're going to enter into a very sacred relationship uh, between you and the director and the Holy Spirit. Cannot be, cannot be divided, cannot be separated. And I think just being open to whatever you are able to um, glean whatever you are able to witness, listen for, feel, uh, I think just just come and experience it. And uh, then, you know, make your decision at the end of it. Um, I, I, there is always the freedom of not coming back. Spiritual direction is not mandated. I mean, it's mandated in one sense, but you don't have to stay with one spiritual director. It's not something that at the end of, of your OMS journey or your, your internship, you can't say, mm, that wasn't really good for me. I've got to talk about what, what else will work. So you've got that freedom. Come and just see what God has in store. See what see where God is working in your life. And yeah, uh, then... See where God is working in your life. I think one of the things I've really noticed with people stepping into a season of preparation, whether it's in one of our internships or in the order, it's really by stepping over that threshold of preparation, you're giving God permission to work in a whole new way of like, you said, hey, God, I want to be prepared. And God's uh-huh. like, great, let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then and then hold on. <laughs> yeah, hang on. Yeah, buckle up, buttercup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so, so I think the director, as you said, helps you notice where God is at work in your process as you're, as God is preparing you. Yes. And also yes. the director can help you in your discernment process. We say for people, mm-hmm. as you're in this year of preparation, it's a year of discernment and you're yes, discerning, is. is this for me? Is mm-hmm. this for now? Those are the two questions. And actually, mm-hmm. if you discern that it's not for you or not for now, that's a successful discernment process. Yes. Yes. And, and, and so having somebody on the journey with you, like a spiritual director or soul friend um, can just really help with that process. Sue, thank you so much for being with us. And we've gone a bit over time, but it's been well worth it. Um, I would love it if you could pray for us as we wrap it up. Oh, dear God, we thank you for all of those listening. We thank you for all of those looking at spiritual direction, considering it, discerning whether spiritual direction is for you. We pray for all of those discerning in their discerning years of the year of the OMS and those who are working on one of the internships that Jill so, so miraculously creates. Um, We ask God that you just have your hand on every single person everyone and that they just be open and loving and caring to each other and mostly to themselves let them know that you want them to care for themselves and in so doing 
you will care for them. We just ask everything. We ask, we ask for gratitude. We ask for, uh, we ask, we ask for everything in the name of our sweet Savior Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Order of the Mustard Seed podcast. For more information about the order, you can find us at orderofthemustardseed.com or on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. May God grant us grace as we follow his invitations to be true and to be kind and to go. Amen.